Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Bring in our next guest, Zach, if you don't mind. Oh, please. I know you're a huge horse racing fan. And uh, Kelsey Haar has had an amazing season, and so we wanted to bring her in, the first female jock ever to hit the million-dollar mark in purses on uh, a season here at Oaklawn. So we wanted to have you over and congratulate you, first of all, and uh, talk to you a little bit about your season. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me, guys. It, yeah, what what a year for you. I mean, it has been uh, an amazing run. Did you did you have a good feeling coming into the season? I did. This is home, so um, uh, all the emotions are high here, and I, I do really well here, seems like, every year. So when we come in here, we... Um, expect to do well and hope to do well and we have so so to use a horse racing analogy were you a, a fan of the sport right out of the gate um i was a fan i would say not huge uh came as a kid with my grandpa but didn't really get into the horse races till in high school and um then from there i was hardcore into it and big time fan now that's all we do is horses and horse racing i love it and pardon my ignorance slovak is where you're from right yes sir and how far um it's about an hour and a half from here okay yeah well, maybe two hours from here, yeah. Okay, very good. Which direction? I'm lost. Um, you go, you know where Carlisle is or oh, Hazen? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, well, you pass Carlisle and go through Hazen, and it's kind of in between Hazen and Stuttgart. Where did you go to school? Hazen. Okay. Yeah. Hornet. Yep, Hazen Hornet. What was your first introduction to riding competitively? Uh, I started riding horses when I was in diapers and started barrel racing at the rodeos when I was five. And my brother was a bull rider. My dad was a bull rider. My brother actually was in the PBR here a couple of years ago and went oh, to wow. Vegas. And he was a big shot bull rider. And <laughs> um, I did the barrel racing rodeo and deal for all through high school. And then, like I said, once I got over here and got into the racehorses a little bit and realized I could make a little more money a little quicker with them, and uh, I never left. i got to think that's relatively uncommon that people move from barrel racing to thoroughbred racing, or is that is that something you've seen before? I've seen, uh, you know, a little bit, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Totally different skill set? Totally different, yeah. The, the I grew up with the ranch horses, and they got a different handle on them. You know, you sit down and say, whoa, and they'll slide to a stop. And these racehorses are a little different ball game. So it, it was a learning experience for sure. But I think my background and just knowing horses and riding horses my whole life was huge and, and getting going. We, we I think most of our experience with horses is uh, watching Yellowstone. So um, for <laughs> I you, I mean, yeah, one of the things they talk about in there is having a relationship with a horse and trusting each other. And, sure. and when you've got multiple mounts in a day, how easy is it to make connections with individual horses? Uh, it can be tough, but usually uh, a lot of the horses I ride, I've ridden in the mornings, or a lot of them I ride for my fiance. And so those particular horses, I've helped him break from babies and been on them a lot. So the bond with them is definitely a little stronger and a little different. We've been in race scenarios enough times that we kind of know what they like and what they don't. But um, it can be tough to get on one that you've never seen before and try to link up with them just in 10-minute post parade, you know. But um, just knowing horses and knowing you can watch them, you, you know their, their temperament and kind of when they're mad, when they're happy, and the main deal is just keep them happy. They can do their race. Did you meet your fiance here? Or did you guys meet outside of racing, even though you're connected in racing? We met right here on the backside of Oakland Park. How about that? Yeah. Bringing people together. That's good. For sure. How long does it take you to get to know a horse uh, before the race? You, you, like you said, you don't, you know, got like 10 minutes or so. When do you know he's got it or she's got it today or it, 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 something's a little off? Uh, well, as long as they're sound and happy, uh, I try to go in the gate with a lot of confidence just so they have confidence as well. You know, they can definitely smell fear and. They can tell if you're nervous, and they don't need any of that extra on them on race day. They need to be confident. So 
um, I try to go in there every time thinking I've got a shot to win the race because if you if you don't then you're you're already beating yourself from the break but um, I don't know just if they're sound and happy in the post parade and go in there with positive mindset but um, sometimes you have a feeling in the post parade that you're on the one that just is lethargic and doesn't seem like he wants to be out here today and then he'll jump out of the gate and surprise you so um, just got to ride every race and try to put the horse in the position to win. Talking to Kelsey Harper, just tuning in again. A million dollars in earnings this year. So, what? How many mounts do you have scheduled for the weekend? Oh, quite a few. I think I've got seven or so today. Um, had a little trouble. I only am on one tomorrow, the stake race with my favorite horse, Bandit Point, and then uh, back up again Sunday on quite a few. So, and, and then what's your schedule beyond this weekend? After this, we'll uh, take a little break. Won't be much of a break because we'll be shipping and moving everything and head to Minnesota for Canterbury Park. Starts on the 18th. Oh, very nice. Okay. Let me ask you, I don't have anything compared to other than running track and field as a kid, but um, what's the anticipation like? What's going on in your mind and your stomach when you're in that gate? I'm just thinking about sitting, sitting aboard an animal like that. And you're, you know, you're right behind that wall of the gate, and they're about to open it up. I mean, what, what does it feel like? Can you describe it? Oh, it's hard, man. Just adrenaline rush. Uh, heart's pounding. Everything's kind of, you get kind of tunnel vision down through there and try to just block everything else out and uh, do your job at hand. But uh, that's my favorite part, floating in the gate and getting ready for the gate to open. And uh, you never know what's going to happen, you know. Somebody might car kill you the first jump out of there, so... The adrenaline's definitely high and um, just, just awesome. Yeah. You got a fan in Tom Reynolds. He's on Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. He says, I've bet Kelsey every race possible the past two years. Please ask her about her first three wins this year, 60 to 1, 27 to 1, 17 to 1, and then he put a lot of dollar signs after that. <laughs> yeah, we got started off pretty hot this year. Uh, uh, all the family back home's pretty happy, too. They, they bet me pretty hard, so. That's always on my shoulders, too, when I'm out there. I know, heck, Dad might have the farm bet on me. I don't know. <laughs> I know for owners it's common, and for trainers it's common, but what about for jocks? Is it common to bet on yourself? No, we're not supposed to do any betting, and, and I try to just leave all that alone. If I'm supposed to win and it's my time, the stars are going to align, God's going to bless me, I figure different ways. So I try to stay away from the betting windows. But, uh, yeah, I know Robert, my trainer, he'll bet, and, my whole family, I know they're betting. So. Yeah. Well, you're having enough success where you can do just fine, I would think, on the purse money you're taking home. Yeah, I'm doing all right. Yeah. I, don't, I don't need to be losing any. That, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. So where, where else do you like to ride? Where else have you been that you enjoy outside of Oakland? Um, Canterbury's my second base home. I started riding there. What town is that in? Shakopee, Minnesota. Shakopee, okay. And so um, the fans are great there. Uh, it's, it's a great meet. My daughter goes with us and stays on the backside there. and just like we camp out in our camper all summer and takes a lot of the stress from home life here away. Yeah. And um, so I love Canterbury. I've, I've ridden at Churchill. These are all shipping tracks. Uh, Canterbury and Oaklawn are the only places I've stayed for the entire meet. But, yeah. Um, Churchill was awesome getting to ride there. I've rode at Prairie Meadows, uh, Will Rogers, uh, Louisiana Downs. I'm probably forgetting something. Did you spend much time in, in Des Moines? Um, not a lot. I've ridden there a couple times. I actually shipped in on my way home last year. I'd been riding a filly for a friend of mine in Minnesota, and um, 
it just so happened when I was leaving to head home, he was running in Iowa, and so I stopped on my way home and, and rode her and stayed the night and then drove the rest of the way home the next day. Yeah. Well, I know a lot, there's been a lot of folks who have gone from here up to Iowa to run at Prairie Meadows afterwards. I know Terry Thompson was one that made a regular of that and lived in Ankeny just outside of outside of Des Moines, but that's my hometown, so that's why I asked, so I'm a little partial. But anyway, that's cool, though. When do you uh, plan to be riding in the Kentucky Derby? Oh, I would love to, anytime. Uh, for female, that would be awesome. Um uh, like I said, it's a dream. It's it's one that seems a little far-fetched sometimes just because I've been in the game long enough and I know enough of the guys that I have mad respect for that, you know, I was talking to John Court speaking of the other day, and he was talking about how many derby horses he'd ridden versus how many derby horses he'd gotten ready for the race. And uh, there's a lot more that he got ready that come time to run, he didn't actually get to ride. They found a better jock or in, in their mind or whatever, yeah. you know. So um, it's so hard, and so many guys start out the year you know, that's their main goal is to get a derby mount. And as much as I would love it, and uh, I hope that one day it happens for me, uh, I'm, I'm content and happy just riding riding my home horses and riding for my fiance. That's kind of what I started out wanting to do when I first started this deal. I said, I don't have to ride for everybody. I don't I don't have huge dreams and goals. I just want to ride the ones that I ride every day. You know, I want to ride the ones that I get ready and I get break from the gate and I ride from a baby and then comes time for them to race and we put somebody else on that doesn't know them you know I just thought I'd have an advantage so those are kind of the horses that I like riding the most but um, my dad and like I said my family they're always they ask the same question when are you going to be in the derby when are you going to be in the derby yeah. do you have a rooting interest this weekend in the Oaks of the Derby and Oaks I'd say I'd have to go for secret oath and, sure. and the co- and coach um, I'd love to see them win um I don't know about the Derby. There's so many in there. I like so many of them. I've got a lot of friends with the connections, so I just wish the best for all of them and clean trips and hope nothing crazy happens this year. What's we, a, go ahead, Wes. We were asking about the claiming game earlier. How tough is it for you? You were just talking about these horses, and you've been riding them since babies, and then one of them gets claimed from out underneath you, and then it's, it's yeah. gone. How tough is that for you? It's tough. Like I said, we, uh, we're a family barn, and uh, we love them like they're our kids. You know, we don't we don't play the claim game a lot. Robert doesn't. And so we don't get rid of and get a whole lot of new horses. We kind of keep what we have and we've had them for years and gotten attached to them. So when they leave, it's hard. I'm usually trying not to cry in the winter circle or or when I get off of them and they hang the tag. So, uh, it's tough, but it's part of the game. You learn to learn to deal with it. Have, uh, you know, the significance of being a million dollars in purse money, you know, the first woman ever to do it here. I'm just curious about your relationship with the other jocks. And you've obviously earned your stripes around here, so you've earned your respect. But uh, did you coming up, I mean, was it ever, you know, difficult? Or did the, the guys give you a hard time? Or what's the, what's that dynamic like? Um, it's been pretty all right from the, whole, from the start. You know, I had a, quite a few guy friends that I'd ridden with. I, I rode, I galloped for years before I started trying to ride races. So, I had a pretty good relationship with a lot of the jocks, and they had rode for Robert too as well, and and um, made some good friendships before I started riding, so that was helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I have a few that give me heck, and most people probably know who those few are, but uh, everybody's pretty good to me up there. I got I've been very blessed, very lucky, and um, to be a part of the room and the jock colony here is amazing next to none yeah just to get to ride with some of these guys and watch some replays afterwards and them kind of critique me a little bit and i try to listen to everything and, and learn from it but i'm out there trying to beat them too so yeah it's uh let me ask you one last thing we'll let you go we're gonna have to hit a break here but uh you mentioned your daughter how old is she and 
you think there's a path for her? Would you want her to follow in your footsteps? She's 10. She just turned 10 in April. It's crazy. Time went by so quick. Um, she probably is going to try to follow in my footsteps. She seems to be trying to do that with everything. She's running barrels right now on a horse that I actually rode when I was her age. And um, he's been off and in the pasture. He's 18 years old now. And she's <laughs> brought him out of retirement to try to run some barrels on him. And she's doing very good. I'm very proud of her. And um, she's fearless. She wants to ride the racehorses right now. She begs to gallop all the time, and she can't get a license till she's 16. But, heck, she's a better hand than half the people on the backside, you know. So they, they kind of run her out of the barn when she tries to help us a little bit here. But um, she's definitely eat up with the horses. I don't I don't see her straying too far from them. And she's tall. She's got her daddy's legs on her. So uh, I've seen tall jockeys be able to fold up and, and ride, so I'm not saying that's going to stop her. She's going to be skinny. She's a bean pole, but... Um, if she decides she wants to be a jockey, I'll be in her corner 100%. It's a dangerous sport, and hate to want to see your kid do that. But, yeah, uh, yeah, whatever she chooses, I'm right there behind her. We're going to head into the break now, but uh, last thing on the way out, you mentioned John Court, obviously the elder statesman. You want to you ride that long? You want to hit 60 in your career? You want to go that oh, long? I wonder sometimes. I mess with him. I'm like, man, I had not even made it to 30 yet. And I'm over here whining and complaining about my bones and my aches. And yeah. I look at him. He's just he's a legend, Oh, man. he's amazing. He's amazing. Yeah. He went a big one at Churchill yesterday. So shout out to him. Congratulations. I think it was 20 to 1. And he put on a clinic. So Awesome. Kelsey, good luck this weekend and the rest of your season. We appreciate the time. Yeah, thank you, guys.